Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What is up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. So glad you're here today, and uh, and I just appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to listen in. Um, man, I have a really compelling and just, uh, I, I would say just a really rich client example, client story that I want to go through with you guys today. Um, you know, I, I think one of the best ways that you can learn in this recovery process is by hearing the stories of other people. And, um, and I just, I want to get into that a little bit more today. Um, now here's the reason that hearing other stories is, is helpful. Number one, it breaks down stigma because as we all know, struggling with pornography is a lonely experience and there's no one you can talk to about it. It feels like there's um, no one who's really going to understand. And even if there were people who would understand, it's still not something that you comfortably bring up. It, it's a challenging subject. It's it's so personal and it's so uh, close to the heart and there's lots of stigma and, and it's kind of taboo and it's it's a real challenge. And so I know that hearing stories can really break some of that down. But there is a second reason. And, and it is because of this. Um, life is too short to learn from your mistakes alone. Let me say that again. Life is too short for you to learn from your mistakes alone. And so listening to other people's stories, understanding the things they did well and the things they didn't do well is unbelievably insightful. And this is for any area you want to grow in, business, finances, uh, wealth, relationships, career, um, social life and friends, spiritual life, and certainly getting free from pornography is the same. Hearing other stories can be really helpful um, because it, it actually points out like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. That's like, um, that's a mistake that I would have made as well. But now that I'm hearing it, I realize, okay, there's there's a better option for me. So I'm I'm doing this twofold. Um, I really believe in the privacy and protection of my clientele um, because of all of the reasons that we discussed. So um, some of the details here are going to be changed. Uh, certainly any names. I don't know if I'll need to use names today, but if I do, um, the names will be changed because we are, um, yeah, we're, we're going to protect protect our people here, uh, even though this is a little bit of an older story. Um let me just set the stage a little bit. You guys know that I love doing that first uh, before we kind of dive in. Context is really helpful. So uh, working with a client, a client that has struggled with uh, multiple sexual issues. He's struggled with porn and masturbation and the whole kind of lust thing. He's also slept around. Um, lots of one night stands and and is a man of faith, uh, loves God, but just has really struggled in this area and has pursued freedom, has had some breakthrough here and some breakthrough there, but just can't get any momentum going. And it's really starting to wear him out. So he reaches out to me and we start going through the program. Now, this was back in the day when I took on a lot more one-on-one clients. Uh, I only really do a couple one-on-ones per year. Um, but at the time I was, I was a little bit more open uh, in my in my availability. So 
we start meeting and we're working through stuff and, um, you know, he's doing well. Um, he's not doing amazing, but he's doing well and he's making progress and he's building awareness. And, um, the, the one-on-one was only for about, I think 12 weeks. So the 12 weeks ends and he's made some really good progress. Now he's not fully clean, but he's got a game plan. Um, he's got some supports in place and, and he's made, he's made really good progress. Um, so life goes on and he messages me about a year later and he goes, Oh my goodness. Like I, I owe you uh, an apology and a thank you an apology because I didn't, I didn't actually take your program as seriously as I should have. And I, I kind of knew it. Um, I was trying to juggle school and some other things, but now I'm, I'm realizing how much of a mistake that was because this content is gold. And I've gone back through some of the material you gave me and I realized that I had some major forgiveness to do um, with my mom. And so we had actually spent a lot of time talking about this, um, you know, about forgiving your mom. And um, the main reason was because his parents divorced when he was 12 and he kind of fell onto his dad's side, if that makes sense. You know, usually it's common in, the, in a divorce you end up favoring one side over the other, mom or dad. And so he lived with his dad. Uh, he obviously heard more of his dad's story. And, and so his mom was kind of the protagonist in the story, so to speak. And he had a bunch of unforgiveness towards her. And we worked through it in our sessions. Um, but about a year later, it was becoming apparent to him that not all of the work was done yet. And, and there was still more forgiveness that he needed to do. So he reaches out to me. He sends me this text. He says, I, I, just, I just went through it. I just forgave my mom. I'm going to talk to her about it next week. I feel so good. Like this huge weight is lifted off my shoulder. Uh, I can't believe it. Like I, this, is, this is amazing. Um, I wish I would have taken the program more seriously. You know, da, 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 da. So he sends me this amazing text. And, um, and it, was so, it was really, really cool. You know, just uh, an amazing experience. And um, and as, as much as I was like, yeah, dude, you should have taken the program more seriously. I was really grateful that he, that he had that breakthrough and that he was at least seeing the value of it, um, later on, you know, if it takes time, it's better than not finding out ever. So, so he sends me this message and then, um, you know, like we interact a little bit here and there, a, a couple texts back and forth or whatever. Um, and then he reaches out to me again. And, and when he reached out to me at uh, this last time, um, he was really desperate, just struggling again and could kind of tell where things were going and didn't like it and wanted to get some help before they got really bad. So kudos to him for doing that. Um, takes a lot of courage and a lot of guts uh, to even go that far. And so we started working together and now um, he's not he's not getting the one-on-one anymore, but he's in the group environment um, and he's doing one of my programs. So we're doing the program and he stopped showing up. So he's he's not present for a couple of calls. And it was really strange because that's the one thing this guy does really well. He's he's present. He shows up. And so um for him to not be there was just uh, very out of character and um you know he he said one time that he had something come up and then the next time he just kind of didn't say anything. And so uh weeks go by, almost 2 months and he's back on the call again. And it comes for his time to share and he opens up. And basically, uh, after going a really long time without sleeping with anybody 
and um, and making some you know good progress uh, towards freedom as well. You know, granted, it's an up and down journey, not perfect by any means, some relapses for sure, but making progress. Um, he admits to the group that he uh, had a, a weak moment and he went and slept with somebody, and this happens in the program. Like like this was not the first time this has ever happened. It was not hugely shocking. Um, you know, I've had I've had guys who have a history with escorts. They get into the program, they make progress, and then something pulls them back in. And sure enough, they catch themselves uh, with an escort again, even while they're doing my program. So that has happened. I believe it is part of recovery. As you know, relapse is part of recovery. And same with this gentleman uh, whose story we're going through today. We'll call him Bob. So same with Bob. So Bob opens up and um, and and so we're, we're kind of um, like, okay, Bob, well, thank you for sharing. We appreciate the honesty. Let's talk about this a little bit. What's going on? What happened? And, um, and so Bob starts to open up just a little bit. Uh, he starts talking about, um, you know, the loneliness that he's experiencing in his life. He's a single man, um, wants to get married. And we push and we kind of poke around a little bit more. And Bob starts to explain that he feels like a bit of an outcast. Um, that, you know, everybody around him has their life together they're making moves, they're in their careers, they're in committed relationships, and here he is struggling. And, um, and so he's, you know, he feels like, well, I need to kind of get mine, and it's not coming. So I have to just kind of take matters into my own hands. And, um, and he used this, this really interesting phrase, he just said this really interesting little thing. And I I want to mention it to you because I think it's probably one of the most common reasons that men fall into sexual problems. And he said, he just said this little phrase. He said, I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to get hurt again. And, um, and I thought that's a funny statement. Like he kind of just brought out of nowhere. It was like, you know, everybody's got their lives together. Uh, and I, I, uh, I don't have a relationship and I don't want to get hurt again. And, and da, da 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 da. I was like, okay, well, what do you mean you don't want to get hurt again? And he's like, well, you know, my ever since my parents divorced, like I've been scared of a long term relationship, and I've I tried it once, and it blew up in my face. So I don't want to get hurt anymore. Um, so he has associated pain with long term relationship. Now, in his heart of hearts, he wants long term relationship, but he cannot attain it because it's associated with pain. So instead, he settles for short-term gratification. And this pattern, this exact pattern I just outlined to you, is the main reason that men watch pornography. It is the main reason. It is that the sacrifice that is required for long-term healthy relationship and marriage, the sacrifice is deemed too great or not worth the price And so instead, we choose for short-term gratification. And when I framed it this way, and I asked him, and I kind of said, so basically, you're saying that you would rather get the short-term fix and fill than, you know, than wait it out into something long-term. He was really, uh, you could tell it it was, there was like a grimace on his face because he was like, well, that sounds awful, but I'm handcuffed because it's exactly what I'm doing and I know it. So we had a really interesting conversation and, um, and I don't, I don't want to share too many other details. I do want to uh, protect his story, um, and his journey, 
But, you know, Bob, uh, Bob deserves uh, amazing amounts of kudos for one, opening up. He didn't have to do that. Um, and two, for, uh, for being willing to, uh, to face the realities. And um, what, I actually left this part out accidentally. I, I wanted to mention this detail. The first time that I asked Bob, you know, why, why do you, th- um, I, what did I ask him? Why, why would you wait? That's what I asked him. Because I, I, I basically, you know, if you are choosing short-term gratification over long-term rewards, the question is, why aren't you waiting? And so instead, you know, he was kind of saying, I know it's worth the wait. I know I should be doing it. Um, and I, I guess I just need to kind of, you know, hunker down. It was kind of the classic cliches, like, I just got to hunker down. I just got to, you know, uh, give it 110%. Um, I just got to, you know, really give it my all and trust God. And so I was like, no, 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 no. Uh, let's let's dig in here a little bit. Tell me, Bob, why why is it actually worth the wait? Why why would delaying some of your opportunities for short term gratification? Why would delaying those things give you an opportunity for something later? Why why would you do that? And and he was like, well, you do it because you know this is God's design. And God always delivers on his promises. And I know that if I, if I don't, um, that, that good things will come to me, you know, that it'll, it'll really happen for me. And it was like, okay, that's a great answer, but that is so cliche. There's no way you actually believe that. Cause if you believe that you wouldn't be making the decisions that you're making. So again, I ask you, why do you think it's actually worthwhile? And the problem, the problem here, when you, when you reach these points is, he he thinks Bob thinks that I'm looking for like a, a good answer to say bravo like pat on the back good job or he thinks I'm looking for an answer that sounds right but what I'm actually looking for and what you actually need to do in these situations if you're willing to confront yourself is you need to be willing you need to be willing to come up with a new answer because all of the answers that you've given so far are not helping. They're not serving you. They're not, they're not, they're not getting the result that you want. So you cannot afford to settle for your previous answers because none of them worked. You need a new reason. So when he's confronted with the question, why? Why do I why is it worth the wait? He needs to find a new answer that is going to be more compelling, more convincing, and ultimately more effective in helping him resist some of these short-term temptations. So that is where we left off with Bob. And I, I just thought this, his experience and his framework is, I've seen it so many times. I wanted to share it with you as well, because for you, uh, if you're struggling with porn, you're struggling with masturbation, um, you're struggling with something that is sexual in nature, I can pretty much guarantee that you are not that different from Bob. Um, you have likely had some sort of affiliation with long-term relationship, long-term success. Maybe it feels impossible. You feel like, uh, I can't commit to a program or every time I open up to somebody, I get hurt. Um, it might be that uh, there's a fear of failure. What if I try to get free and I fail? It's better to just stay in this place where I'm failing regularly so I don't have the disappointment. You might have whatever the association might be with uh, the long-term reward and playing that long game. It is holding you back. It, it is holding you back. And as long as it's there, 
It's going to force you into making short-term decisions. And it's why uh, one of the first things we have our clients do, um, and you know, some, some people have looked at our program, other coaches, and been really surprised that we do things this way and in this order. Um, but we have people craft a vision, um, a vision board, and a why statement for why they're in the program, why they're pursuing freedom. Because we know that if you have those things in place, they're kind of like the the bookends um, of of freedom. The why statement is the driving force that propels you every single day. And the vision is the thing you're striving towards. It it keeps you on path. And when you have when you have a vision, a compelling vision, something that you're you're driving yourself towards, those become the reasons that you delay the short-term gratification and pursue long-term gain. And so the, the, you know, every, it's woven into the program that we do here and it's going to be woven into a majority of the men who get free of pornography. They, they have something compelling enough that is driving them to delay gratification now for a reward later on. And, and the, the theory and the rhetoric and the sort of cliche answers are not going to cut it. You have to dig deep. You have to personalize it. You have to emotionalize it. It has to be something that really is meaningful to you and is going to force you in those moments of temptation to stave so that you can stay the course and ultimately choose the long-term reward. So uh, I hope this this is helpful for you. Uh, I obviously, I really can't go any further than this as far as details, but I hope this is helpful. It gives a little bit of a framework um, because, you know, my clients are are not perfect people. They're working through stuff as well, um, but they're making progress. They're making discoveries. And I'll tell you what, Bob is going to have expedited recovery now because he's opened up. Uh, we talked through a little bit of a game plan, some of the specifics in his situation that he needs to tackle and address. And his chances of recovery are very, very high because of the environment he's in, because he has a system, and because, of course, he clearly has the integrity and the character to um, to experience recovery because he was willing to open up. And that is a great sign that somebody has the integrity to get free as well. So I hope this has helped you. If you have any questions, you're always welcome to reach out. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing, amazing day. And uh, I wanted to mention as well, I, I haven't talked about this a lot on the podcast. I do have a weekly newsletter where I send out um, kind of the latest uh, d- discoveries in science. Uh, we answer, um, we try to answer frequently asked questions. And uh, there's a whole bunch of just different insights, tips for recovery uh, that are in these week- in the weekly newsletter. You can sign up for that on my website, sathiasam.com. It's on the main website, uh, the main webpage rather, the homepage, and uh, there's links to it in the show notes. So thanks so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.